Welcome to another edition of The Extra Point with Sully, Reyes, Jones, and Mr. Buns. Welcome to the new episode of The Extra Point presented by Bleacher Fan. We finally seen a full week and a half of baseball. Baseball is back, as we've said, the past two weeks. But it gets sweeter and sweeter every single week that we talk about it. The Yanks, all these other great teams, the Pirates out of nowhere are 7-2. and two. Uh, Division leaders, the Mets 7-1. and 8-1, is it, Sully? It's 7-1, well, 8-1 after tonight. Because, seven you know, and one. That they're, up the three. they're up three zip on the Marlins right now. Potentially could be eight and one. A lot of. Teams. I'm ready to get delusional on this podcast. Let's go. <laughs> A let's lot make of teams. Some stupid bets. Starting off piping hot, but let's start it off with a quick tidbit on somebody that I was completely wrong about. I mean, it, it's only been a week and a half, but Shohei Otani has come out hot. He has the best whip in. The American League at .81. The one of the best ERAs in the league. Hits his hit has hit three home runs in the past couple days. I was wrong. I mean, if he keeps it up all season, I look like a fucking moron for saying it was a blessing that the Yankees didn't get him. Kid's doing it big, man. What do you guys think about how he's been pitching and playing and batting? It's impressive. Definitely impressive. It's early, but Impressive, nonetheless, to be playing both sides of the ball like that. Two positions that really no one else does. I can't think of anyone else off the top of my head that pitches and also plays DH. So and that's, does it well. Yeah, and does it well so far. Yeah, I'll tell you what I like about it. What do you like about so, it? So we all knew he was going to thought he was going to get this big contract. He's only playing for three million this year. He could, if he waited, I believe a year or two. I don't know. It's either a year or two. Then he would have. Yeah, if he waited a year. He gets the max deal. So, I mean, he's putting his body on the line, playing for very little compared to value, um, the value he could have. And the Angels are getting an incredible value for I mean, value for him as of now. I mean, they're going to have to pay him. But, I mean, he's, like Tim Kirchner said, whatever, he's had the best 10-day start of anyone ever because he plays both sides of the ball, obviously, and he's crushing both sides. Is that going to continue at this rate? Of course not. Even if he's the Japanese Babe Ruth, that's not going to continue at this rate. I mean, he's not going to throw no hitters into the seventh inning. But, I mean, he, it looks like he's going to be a really good player. It looks like he's going to be a really good player. He, I mean, he clearly can handle the pressure. But, I mean, he's not going to keep up this rate. Yeah, and the Angels, because of that, are 7-3. and three, And it's not just him putting up the heavy work. I mean, the Angels lead the league in hits. They have the fourth best uh, batting average as a team in the entire league. And they're first in home runs. Now, they are a little shaky in pitching because they have the 14th best ERA in the entire league. So when they stop hitting home runs, I want to see how this team is going to pan out because when they stop scoring runs, if they're giving up a sh- the, at the pace that they're giving up runs, it's going to get real tricky for them and they're going to start losing some games. Yeah, they're scoring a ton of runs right now, right? Haven't they scored like 60? They have scored 60 on the dot, and they have given up 41 Ooh, runs. kid's on today. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's <laughs> big. Got, I mean, they made some good additions. I mean, they got – Um, I like I, I talked a lot about the Zach Hozart signing Um, a few episodes ago. He, he, I mean, he had like a career year for him last year. 
Um, they have Ian Kinsler too, who still hasn't even played yet, really. Has he? He's just been on the DL, right? Um, Poulos is still. I mean, he's still. He's still. He doesn't hit for average. But he still hits hits homers and stuff. Um, they're they're it's so crazy they're, how fast he disappeared. It's so crazy. Yeah. It's, it's immediately the the second he signed that contract with LA, it just yeah, like it was began a, the it was decline. A gradual thing about it. It was right away. Yeah, and like he, one, he still one, hits home seasons. runs. He still hits home runs though, not the amount, but it's just like everything else, like his speed. He's like the slowest player I've ever seen in my life. Now, <laughs> <laughs> he did have like, like yeah. a quiet thirty some home runs last year, right? Yeah, very quiet. Oh 30. yeah, he can uh, still knock the cover off the ball. But he's, it's like he can't hit, hit for average, and he can't field anymore. Why but, didn't you I mean, eliminate I'm, them, Albert? He had twenty three home runs last year. The oh. year before, he had thirty one home runs, but. To his defense, last year he did have 101 RBIs, so he did. Okay. How many play how many games did he runs. play in those last two years? In the last two years, he's played. Damn, let me do he, a quick. He missed some time. 61, 201. He's he's played 301 games in the last two seasons. Oh, oh, so pretty pretty close to a full seat, two full seasons. Yeah, he's, <clears throat> yeah. Last year he played 149 games, and the year before how many that, RBIs? Played, 101 last year. 101 last year, and then the year before, 119. <clears throat> what did he bat, like 230-something last year? Last year, he batted 241 and had a 286 on-base percentage. Yeah, that's pretty dreadful. That is pretty bad. So, so <laughs> touching, uh, touching upon the Otani stuff, yeah, he, he, he could have waited and taken a year to get all that, that huge, like an actual contract, like as if he was a regular MLB free agent, but... Yeah. I just did a little uh, computing on this tran- uh, converter for uh, currencies, and yeah. he made two two hundred and seventy million Japanese yen last year. Okay. That equates to two point five million American dollars. <laughs> so that is a shot exchange. Yes, <laughs> that is an awful exchange. But he still got a one point something million dollar raise by coming here. So no no matter what he gets the big contract he's still he's still up in his value and you know damn well he picked up a couple sponsorships or will pick up a couple sponsorships when when uh the time comes being here over Japan you know well hey you know me I like guys that play play for the contract you know I like guys that play for the they contract they all seem to play for the contract <laughs> although Odell is in camp although Odell is in camp so hey Odell is extending the olive branch he's saying and doing so, all the Things, it, uh, we'll, he'll, he'll, Odell, he'll be Odell's there, but apparently Eric Flowers isn't, which is a huge, a huge loss for you guys, right, Dave? <laughs> yeah, what do you get stuck behind his fucking door? It's the only thing he can block <laughs> yeah, yeah. his life. His <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, that's rich. Wait, so I have a question. You guys, yeah. do you think the Angels have any shot at the ALS? Do you think the Astros are gonna just run away with this eventually? No chance. Yeah, no, and no. Yeah, no, that's what yeah, I was thinking. Because I, I mean, wild card, right. yes, wild, a wild card, card, yeah. Yeah, I think they're definitely a wild card. I think it's going to be the Red Sox slash Yankees and the Angels. Absolutely. Yeah, for the, I, for the I, wild card. Central, the central. None of those guys are going to lock up a wild card spot. I mean, I mean, you got the, you got the. Oh no, honestly, I like Minnesota to compete for a wild card spot as well. I think it's going to be one of those two teams. They've been pitching really and fucking who? well they this got, year. They got a lot of people low-key that no one talked about. They got Jake Wardazi. They, they got um, oh, Minnesota and Kansas City, you're Lance saying? Lynn. They got Lance Lynn. Um, they got Logan Morrison, who's been awful so far. 
Um, who else did they get? They got a couple. They got a couple other guys. They had. They have Miguel Sano. They have. They had like low key the top five offense last year, which is like very uncharacteristic of a Minnesota team. Be just hitting bombs and. So who are you saying is going to win the central? Who? The Indians. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, actually, okay. actually, I think the Indi- actually I think for- the Twins will win the division. Now that you mentioned, yeah. I, I, really. I, Twins will win. The Indians do not look good last. They lost Carlos Santana. They lost. Right. Um. Jay Bruce, they lost their pitching coach. That's huge. Their pitchers don't look as good last this year in in the early early goings of it. Um, who else? They and they lost one reliever, Joe Smith. Right? Is it Joe Smith? Um, the submarine guy, or whatever. Um, so they lost a lot. I I, I talked about that a, like a month ago or so. They lost a lot of people. I mean, so they lost a lot of power, and they lost their. I mean, I think. I mean, at this point, I think everything Mickey Callaway touches turns to gold. So. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, no. they're definitely missing him. Yeah, the Indians definitely. I mean, they've their pitching hasn't been as solid as it was last year, and they're not scoring at all. Like they've scored twenty seven, I believe, runs this year, which is super low. I mean, this is the thing though about that division: the Indians are only a game back. The Twins are four and three. The Tigers are four and four. So, I would expect a stronger start from both of those teams. Well. Those top three teams right there is is still a very close division, but I don't know. I I would I would still, uh, I don't know. I, the Tigers definitely not are not gonna win that division. It would be Twins or Indians, like you said, Sully. Yeah, but I mean, I just I, yeah, I just like like Jose Barrios. Uh, I think he's a dark horse for uh, AL Cy Young. If you wanted a really good dark horse, I think that'd be a good guy a good guy to pick. You wanted to throw like 10, 20 bucks on it. He's really good. Nasty curve. Made an amazing play uh, in the f- fielding the other day, actually. I don't know if anyone saw it. He like dove for the ball and threw it to first all in one motion. Pretty you know crazy. Who, you know who hasn't been good at all this year? And that pitching staff, Lance Lynn. He's been getting fucking rocked. Oh, I know. I have him in fantasy. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> he's been getting Wait, how is he pitching rocked. so far tonight? He's only had one start. He had six walks. Yeah, he's good so far. Ooh. I mean, is what he hasn't he given six up a walks. hit today. That hurt. My, yeah, that was nice for my whip. <laughs> <laughs> what did he pitch like four innings last time? Um, let me pull it up right I now. I think very... it was like I think it was like I think he got it out like five and a, five and a third or something. He's pitching right now and he's given up zero runs actually one inning. I'm shocked. Oh, he pitched. <laughs> oh, he pitched. You're right. Four innings, three Ks. Uh, it doesn't say the runs. This is 11 ERA, and uh, and then the whip is two from all the walks and hits. Yeah, it was like, oh, I think it was all in like the first inning. Yeah, it's like half his batters he's walking in a four. It, if he goes was, four innings, he Jesus. He's the damage, as bad as that sounds. I mean, yeah, it was just bad, though. Yeah, but they got, I mean, Brian Dozier is a guy who's so underrated at second base. He's been killing it. He's been raking. Um, so I. I mean, let's. I, I kind of like it. I, f- I feel like this is just not the Indians. Indians, yeah, they still got Mauer, obviously. Yeah. Sano is a monster. Rosario. Actually, and Mauer's hitting well, too, this year. Like, he started yeah, off and, really and, well. And, and, if, and if Brian Buxton gets it, gets it together, who. Yo, who, he is. Be, I think he's so good defensively. Just his bat has never come along. Yeah. Is, is Mauer playing any catcher at all still? No, that's a no, great. He's just I doubt first it. base and DH. Knees can't take that. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was just, that was the smart decision because you don't want to waste oh, the yeah. bat. Like, 
absolutely. I mean, he's a career 308 hitter. I'm looking at right now. Career yeah, for a catcher, hitter, that's just un- unheard that's, of. Yeah, that's unreal. Oh, he's great at the plate. Yeah, but you can't. He can't be doing that to his knees anymore. Yeah. Catching. I think this has been like his second or third year. At first, honestly, it's been. He's batting 364. So, and that. Oh, fuck it. We might as well skip that whole process and just put Gary Sanchez at first to replace Bird. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> but just, I mean, he can't stop anything. I mean, think about Bro. it at first. Yeah, no. After- <laughs> that'd be that'd be like. Wait, imagine imagine Sanchez trying to back or scoop a, a ball, like that's going into the stands easily. <laughs> if Ortiz can do it, Sanchez can do it. Ortiz hey. did it pretty well hey. too. I have to say, when they put him at first. <laughs> I remember he, he, he threw someone out at third from first, made a double play, and I was like, what the hell? Where did that come well, from? I, I mean, didn't know the big guy could I think he should fast. be able to throw first to third. He's an MLB baseball player. Yeah, but it was like a, it, it was a, it was an impressive <laughs> And I love play. David Ortiz, but <laughs> I'd have to hey, see it. Hey, Chuck Knott. Chuck Knobloch won a World Series not being able to throw from second to first. With the so yips. Yo, he had good. the worst. And it came out of nowhere. He had the worst yips, that guy. Didn't they try to put him in the outfield, too? <laughs> It ended his career. It was it. He never recovered from it. Oh, you want to talk about yips, boy? Let's look at <laughs> let's look at Lester trying to throw to the bags and some steals. He's trying the to throw his bag. whole glove. <laughs> I don't know whether to laugh, cry, or just freak out. Like, like Dude, he, he can't like, do it in the middle of a game. Like, he can't throw it on a on a comebacker. He, he, it's like a girl. He throws it underhand. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't kid. He, he's smalls from Sandlot. He's got to run the ball in from the outfield. <laughs> I don't understand how you can be a pitcher like that high caliber of a pitcher who can just pinpoint places in the strike zone to hit with like a slider or a curveball. Yet you can't throw a ball to first. first. You can't pick off a guy on first. Like it's literally a play at first. I could do it blindfolded with my off hand better than that. (laughs) Literally, it's like how did you? And he never had that problem before. He never had that issue before. He was fine with the Red Sox, and now all of a sudden, mental it's like, midget. Yeah, mental midget. Wait, he well, was I fine mean, on the did, Sox? Did you he say? did. Yeah, he did come back from cancer, so <laughs> I don't know about Shit. the mental midget. Shit, now nah, I feel now nah, I feel fucking bad. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Now, nah, like, yeah, I know. like we're over here <laughs> shitting guy, on him. Give the guy some credit. <laughs> all right, Fair. so take it easy, man. Let's jump right to. <laughs> I mean, let's just stay right in the AL. Let's look at the American League. Tom, your Red Sox have started off piping hot, perfect at home. They have a plus 16 run differential. I hate to fucking talk about this team. Hate it so much. But oh, <laughs> yeah, your they, team. they've been good. They scared me the other night, you know, but they came back in the eighth, sixth run, eighth inning to come back and win uh, eight, seven. They were down seven, two. They were actually down. Um, 5-2 going into the eighth, and then the Rays scored two more runs in the eighth, came back, scored six runs, ended up winning that one. Kimbrell Trust gets me, another I save. I was pissed it's, off. It's good. The, the, the pitching, though, has been carrying us. I mean, aside Bro. from that, aside from that game, the pitching, the starting pitching has been very good. Price, after two starts, still has a zero ERA. We'll see how he does against the Yankees on uh, Wednesday. I'm excited tomorrow. We got Severino and Sale going at it. That's going to be a good game. And then you got uh, Tanaka and Price on Wednesday. And I think, the, Dave, who's starting for the Yankees on Thursday? Is it uh, Sonny Gray? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it so that would be great, Porcello. That'll be a good. That'll be a good pitching battle there too. 
this is going to be good because Volpe's offenses are are kind of kicking right now. Yeah, so I love Gray, but just we need a longer game from Gray. Gray struggles to make a pass to fifth. It's fucking awful. So what is CC your fourth? CC is yeah. fourth. Riding the pine. Really? Like, he's injured. He's injured. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah, happened? I think he's got a little hip, a sore knee or uh, some shit. Osteoporosis. Yeah, old. He's just old. <laughs> <laughs> he just hit his that, life alert right on the mound. Ten day DL. Was, old. That was only a one year deal they got him back on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, smart. Yeah, they, it's gonna they, be. They both, they both did it knowing this was his last year. Right. It's gonna be interesting though. Um, in a World Series. Go ahead. Right. Tom. No, it's just going to be interesting to see how the Red Sox are without Xander. He's been hot. He's been the hottest guy on the team. He's 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 crushing the ball. He had a he's grand slam crazy. on Saturday. He's killing it. He has six RBIs on Saturday, including a grand slam over the monster. Beautiful. That was great. Hit. That was great. Beautiful hit. He just For some crushed reason, that I don't ball. know why. Every time I say his name, I have to say it like a butler. Zonda Bogarts. Zonda Bogarts. <laughs> I, I don't know. Every time I, I say it, I don't, I don't know why. Bogarts. Zonda Bogarts. Like, it just yeah. sounds right. Two weeks without him, though, is going to be tough. That's not going to be right. easy, especially with the Yankees coming up. You want to have all your offense there. But, I mean, Mookie has a uh, – he's the highest on base. He's got 475 on base right now. But Xander, I mean, 14 hits, seven doubles. Nine RBIs. That's he's the league in doubles. That's too. yeah. That's that. You're gonna be missing that. But Mookie, twelve hits, only two RBIs though. Not not too great there. Hanley's doing pretty well. With twelve hits, eight RBIs. So we'll see. We'll see. It's yeah, gonna be Xander, interesting. Jackie Xander's... Bradley needs to get it together. JD needs to get it together. They're both kind of off to a slow start. Hey, but... at the same token, if I can interject Bro. from what yeah. Yankee fans have been saying about you know. They're they're scoring without Judge and uh, Stanton really producing. So have the Red Sox without their top right. guys. And the Red right. Sox are 8-1. Yeah, I'm just going to throw that out there. 42 runs scored so far this season. I'll, I'll take that through through nine games. That's not bad. How many runs is that a game? What is that? What is that, like four and a half? Yeah, just about. Yeah, four and a half, I think, on the dot. Um, and about. yeah, like their guys aren't really going. I mean, Hanley's hitting well, which is weird. Devers, I hate Hanley so well. much. I don't like I don't like Hanley, Hanley since he was on the Marlins. I he he just looked <laughs> dirty to me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I hate Devers. Speaking of Devers, Tom, I am not looking forward to playing him playing against us because he he's been fucking murdering us since he came up. Yeah, he he literally put well a guy. He literally put a guy in a body bag. You remember that that what was it that gif or? That tweet video where we were, the guy was, like, holding the camera in, like, a selfie mode. And Devers just hit a home run and put him in a immediate body bag. Oh, yeah, I think I do. That, that was, was like, year, was that yeah. over? It was that in was the like Bronx. end of the summer last year? Wait, wait, yeah. are we talking about over Ch- against Chapman? Yeah. When, Chapman yeah, yeah, where he yeah, exactly. Left center? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yes, that was a missile. Yeah. <laughs> that was a missile. That yeah, was he, can, he can crush the ball. <laughs> he can crush Chapman, the ball. Chapman just sweating like ten pounds of water off. That guy sweats in the. He'll sweat in ten degree weather. Yeah, but yeah, he yeah, did. He, he's uh, he's like the the guy in what's that Brandon Fraser movie, Bedazzled or whatever, when he <laughs> comes back as the star, <laughs> dripping <laughs> gallons of sweat. That's so funny. That's so also, funny. Yeah, I just mean, looked it up. Uh, 
The Yankees are fourth in runs scored, and the Red Sox are tenth. With Red, Yankees have fifty-five, Red Sox have forty-two. Yeah, so that's a difference there. That's gonna be. But the run, the Red Sox run differential is plus sixteen. Yankees is only plus eleven. But yeah, the, I was gonna say the Sox pitching has been better than the Yankees. But as long the, as they're no not leader. first, Jones. As long yeah. as they're not first. Yeah, they're only six runs second. out of first. Hey, five, <laughs> five runs. Bet. We got six. that bet. They're the Braves are leading, so I'm pretty confident we'll we'll outlast the Braves. The Braves yeah, are also I, leading I, in I, batting average. The Braves are also yeah. leading in batting average at .285, which Braves is have these unreal. Mere Albies, Tucker, they're just Swanson. I mean, we know Swanson is the top prospect, but like they just have these yeah. guys coming out of the woodworks, just like I know. It. I and they're really they're leading them. the majors. They're leading the majors in run differential by seven, which is like twenty five percent. Better than any other team. Yeah, that's unreal. Wow. Ekis is playing well. I mean, he's like their own veteran, really. They have a filthy it, farm system too. Yeah, no, I they do. So. A lot of that, a lot of that has came has came up with these prospects, but they yeah. still do. Yeah, I'm excited though. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be nice to see what this uh, division rivalry is gonna be like this year. This will be a nice showing of the wars to come. Well, if you guys don't patch that bullpen, fucking Heath Henry, by the way. <laughs> I don't want to keep piling on to him, yeah, but he looks like Kenny Powers. Bro. Bullpens. Yeah, yeah no, our we're bullpen both good, we're Mets both don't. good starters. Yeah. Mets don't. <laughs> best bullpen. What were those stats league. you saw, Anthony? What were we, second best? I will Mets. tell you right now. It was like top five in every category. They've just been killing it. The Mets bullpen ranks second in ERA at 1.31, one in saves, first in average against, fourth in on base percentage, fifth in slugging percentage, uh, K per nine, uh, uh, strikeout per walk. Uh, the strikeout ratio is third and fifth in whip. It's, it's crazy because our bullpen was like near dead last last year and then the year before it was sixth. So, like most of our pitchers, we obviously had the talent, and we added Anthony Swarzak. We had we traded for AJ Ramos last year. Add that to Jerry Blevins, the reliable lefty. Then we put Robert Gazelman in the pen with Seth Lugo, and it's like, I think we do have one of the best bullpens. Gazelman has been great this year. You see Lugo last night? Lugo is dealing. <laughs> if anyone watched Sunday Night Baseball, I hope that's three yeses. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Um, he... But it wouldn't shock me because it's the Mets. Oh, fuck it. Who cares? The Mets. Sunday Night Baseball. But Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, Sully, it's not just... I was watching their... WrestleMania. Oh, wow. You were watching WrestleMania? Oh. <laughs> Sully. Oh, you know. it, I'd rather watch thing... something that's not scripted, but that's just me. The thing is, it's not only the bullpen, though, because you have the second best ERA as a whole in the league, and then the second best batting average against... In the league, yeah, but the but it's like you said, oh, Syndergaard, our best pitcher, has had like a five and a half ERA going into this. So, our best pitcher isn't pitching well either, and we're second in ERA this year. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, Are we getting if, into the Mets right now? Yeah, we could because we already covered all the AL. We could get right into the Mets. Again? The thing about the thing about your Mets, I'll tell you this. Oh, oh. If your p- 
pitching slips up, you guys aren't really hitting that well. I mean, you're fifth in batting average, but you're 14th in RBIs and 22nd in hits. So how are you guys going to do anything if that pitching staff, you got an injury, one or two injuries, you could fall. I disagree. I disagree with your second premise, one or two injuries, and we could fall because the Mets' depth is incredible this year, to be quite frank. Um, and even without digging into our farm system. But I do agree. The thing with the – I'll go back to the hitting. The hitting has been so timely, so that obviously won't continue for the full course of a season, but the timeliness in our hitting has been scary. We always respond when another team scores or someone makes an error. We always pick pick the next guy up, and it's, like, just very unmet-like, to be honest. I just – I'm like, what's going on here? Like, I don't really – it's crazy. I mean, the timeliness of our hitting is the grand slam, Adrian Gonzalez last night. It's just like we're down two nothing. Ah, oh, we're probably gonna lose this. Harper hits the bomb off off Harvey. Boom, four two. We're in this. We can sweep the Nationals. Wrong. We do sweep the Nationals. But, um, yeah. I mean, I. But back to the injuries. Our team is it, like our our uh, bench players. We got guys like Wilmer Flores who eats lefties up. We got Jose Reyes, the solid veteran who can fill in mentoring yeah. rosario they're like butt buddies it's a little weird but as long as it helps rosario um then you got brandon nimmo who's a really good outfielder who can start for a lot of teams um he's a little bit got a bunch of tools got some speed great glove i don't know if you guys have seen him juan lagaris won a gold glove in 2014 he's on our bench um and then Con- conforto just came back so he, those two guys went to the bench but it's it's really yeah, deep todd, todd frazier yeah. helped us out a lot sorry you can go yeah, speaking of Conforto, I saw him on the pre-show. Ooh, that's going to drop. Sully, that's two. That's fine. You know why? This is so how fucked up I am. Um, <clears throat> I'm playing against Noah Syndergaard in fantasy, and yes, it's the whole, you know, <laughs> and I'm confident enough that we're going to beat the Marlins. So, yeah, Syndergaard, yeah. don't be perfect tonight. Yeah. Okay, so, so I saw Conforto in the pregame while the MLB, before the Sunday Night Baseball on he he looks like this guy's gonna be very popular. Like he's gonna blow up, be probably a fan favorite for your team. He'll be the think? face of the Mets for the next ten years. Lock it in. Oh, he's he's really talented. He it, he had that terrible shoulder injury, but I think he hit like twenty eight home runs last year. Seventy, I don't know, seventy seven RBIs. I don't know if my number. I think I'm pretty accurate there. Um, but he's he's gonna be our leadoff hitter, the new league, you know, the new type of power leadoff hitter and. He's really good. He plays a good field. Um, honestly, he could be, he could he could easily be the face of the franchise the next ten years. He's got a lot of potential hitting, scoring runs. He's just not fast like our whole team. We're just gotcha. the slowest team. Ever. Speaking speaking of faces of the franchise, let's jump right down to the Nationals. Not to go right over the Braves, but Bryce has been hitting the cover off the balls. Leads the league in home runs. Six second in RBIs. 10th in batting average, yet the Nats are still 4-5 and five and have yet to win a game at home. They lost Dusty Baker. I thought that'd be their remedy last week, as you guys heard. But they still stink, man. The Nats, they, they're good at hitting, though. They're third in the league. No, third in the NL in hitting. But their, their team ERA fucking sucks. They're at 4-8. Yeah, no, that's it's very shocking. They got a uh, you. You figure those three three studs of Strasburg, Geo, and uh, uh, Scherzer. That's like probably the best three in in all of baseball. 
But it's 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 early. I, I mean, the Nationals are going to be there yeah. in September. Just right there with the Mets. Hopefully. Hopefully in November too. <laughs> if uh, if but, Harper keeps this up, he could have the best year of his career. He's on pace for what? Was it that you said, Dave? I mean, oh, it was you. His OPS right, is one point five five seven. Five, yeah, five, I mean, not higher uh, than Didi though. Five three five, one point five three five, Sully. Uh, one point five three five. Not higher than Didi though. <laughs> Didi <laughs> killing he, it this um, year. Yeah, Seriously. he's on pace for like hundred and ninety-seven home or ninety-seven home runs and like hundred ninety-four <laughs> RBIs. Obviously, not going to do that. But I mean, six home runs already. He could he could hit fifty. Yeah, he could hit he fifty. Could. He could. <laughs> he's a freak. He is, and I. He, he is a freak. He looks like he means business this year. I mean, he has ten <laughs> hits and six of them are home runs. It's not bad. Anytime they pitch to him, it's a threat that he's going out of the park. So that's gonna it's just gonna mean good things for the uh, Nats. Their run differential is at minus five right now, and they've lost five games straight. They won their first four and lost the the next five. Yeah, but they lose two to the Braves, and then the uh, we came in with the brooms. <laughs> a nice sweep job for free. Free ninety nine. Metropolitans. Those some some good games in there too, Sully. What you guys won six five three two. Yep. And that first game though was a blowout though, right? You guys won eight two. Yep, we won eight yeah, two, and blowout. that's why I was like, holy shit. And then we won the second. <laughs> and then we won the second game. I think that was, was it three two that day. That was when Matt's Stephen Matt's shocked me so much. He gave up two hits in five innings. I was just speechless. When's Harvey getting his first start? Harvey, Harvey went one, gave up one hit, five innings first start, and then last night didn't look great against the Nationals. He gave up four. Oh, he pitched five. last. Bryce, too, okay. bro, Bryce sent one to the moon against him. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's that how was a shot. That was a shot. <laughs> Speaking of blowouts, too, though, the Phillies beating the Marlins this week, twenty to one, was it? Ouch. The, the, look, Gabe Kepler or whatever needed that because he has been getting murdered since the since the beginning of the year because a lot of the players are complaining that he keeps getting in their way. Arietta said this week that if Gabe tried to take him out of the game, he was going to argue against it or lobby against it and not go down without a fight. Uh, they have Arietta's to fire, they're going to fire this guy. Too. I've never heard of that. I've never seen like a, a like a pitcher just be like, you know what? I'm not going to give you the ball. I don't have to give you the ball. <laughs> like, like, let's throw it down right now. Me and you, Skip. Like, I wish the Mets did that with Terry Collins. But like, no, you fat fuck. You old fuck. We're not going <laughs> to give you the ball. Like, go kick rocks. Like, what is Terry Collins going to do? Sale would do that last year. Farrell would come out to pull him and he just, they'd be out there talking. He'd be like, come on, come on, come on. Give me one more. One more. One more. <laughs> You're just chasing those strikeouts. Barrow, another old fuck. Terrible. Oh, I hate that guy. Hate that guy. He just looks like the most closed minded person ever. Like about oh, he everything. Is. He is. Yeah. He's a dumbass. He is. He's the guy who goes to the same like diner for 38 years and orders a, a cheeseburger rare with two slices of cheese and ketchup. Like he's just same thing for like 40 years. Won't change anything about his life, his life or his ways. Yo, 2016, everyone thought it was him that came in and brought the clubhouse together. And then in 17, when Ortiz was gone and the chemistry was gone and the team looked like garbage at points, you realized it wasn't him keeping the team together. It was David Ortiz keeping the team together. And that Farrell was just a shit manager and had no leadership. He's a fucking yeah. CD. Oh, terrible. 
so glad he's gone. Alex Cora has been very, 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 very good so far, especially compared to that dumbass Farrell. Yeah, we're in the same boat there, I think. Sully, yeah. before we leave the NL least, do you think the Mets can sustain this throughout the whole year? Honestly well, no speaking. shit, they can't sustain this. We're we're seven and one. There's no way we're gonna win eighty. <laughs> There's no way we're gonna win eighty. What? No, not that. I'm saying. I'm saying. Do you think you can keep the lead? You can be the the league leader. I mean, the division leader by the end of the year. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I think we can. I mean, um, and like to what Tom was saying, it's the same thing. Like with us, it's just the culture change that has ensued with bringing in guys like Frazier, Callaway, Island. So a really interesting stat about him. He's won two two World Series as two different pitching coaches with the Yankees and Royals. Very impressive about Island um, or Elin, whatever how you pronounce his name. So we got him. It's Island. Fresh new yeah, he was good. Island. Yeah, he, he was, was good for us. We got a he fresh was. new, you know, a fresh new set of eyes to look at all those arms. Any mechanical problems on top of Callaway? Callaway has just been great. I agree with like ninety five percent of his in game decisions. Um, he's been. Killing it, and like, and I was saying about our depth on our bench, but our depth even with our pitchers. I mean, Gazelman and Lugo can be starters. They're in the bullpen, and we're better, obviously. And then Mats is looking okay. We got Wheeler was in AAA. Now he's coming back. We got seven or eight arms you can throw out there. As long as we don't have a Cespedes coupled with like a uh, uh, Syndergaard out for the year again, I mean, that would definitely put us out. To be honest, you can't recover from something like that. But like, you know, a couple weeks here, you know, Cespedes is gonna miss his thirty to forty per, or hopefully 10, 20 to 30. And then we got Nimmo to be serviceable, Nimmo and Ligaris. So, you know, it can be, it can be handled with, um, as long as it's not like DeGrom and Syndergaard or both out. But I mean, we're, I, I don't expect us to give up this lead for a while. Honestly, I think we're up what four and a half games or three and a half, four and a half. I think on the, on the Nats, on the Nats three and a half on the Braves one and a half. Yeah. And I'm not worried about the Braves. I really am connected to the not as fast internet, so I'm going to get to the other one. But so hold on. All right. Hello? Yep. Yep. Is is everyone back? Like a robot. Yeah, you were sounding literally like a robot. Yeah, I'm here. Oh. Tom, you there? Tom? What? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Fucking Tom. It's better quality now. I can already hear it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's continue. All right. The NL Central has been really good this year, too, with the Pittsburgh Pirates at 7-2. and two. I love that team. I know you guys don't think they could win 75 games this year. I'm not saying they can. No, I actually like that team, too. I, Dude, I really – and it's funny, Sully, because – I remember the the first podcast or the second one we did when we had a little MLB preview. We both spoke about it, and you spoke a little glowingly about this lineup. And they're they're doing good, bro. Like second best batting average in the league right now. Second best yeah, dude, OPS they, like, in the league. Like they got some crazy. I mean, they got some good young players like Harrison. They got Sterling Marte. We'll remember he James missed half Taylor, the year. By the way, he missed yeah. half the year on uh, Marte because of PED. So they got him for a full year. They got uh, Polanco can be a stud. They got Bell, a good uh, rookie, and then you got Corey Dickerson. Inexplicably, the Rays just cut him for no reason. He batted like we batted like 290 last year, at like near 30 home runs. Like what? He doesn't even have a big contract. I think he's on a rookie deal. He was a rookie last year. Like, 
it was just inexplicable. And then that's when I was a Kevin Kiermeyer came out and was like, it's like, we're not even trying to win games. This is ridiculous. But <laughs> I mean, that lineup has talent. Cervelli's a good veteran catcher backstop. Um, they got even Mercer. He's not bad at short. And then it's like the pitching they got. Jameson Talion, yeah. uh, the guy who had cancer, he's come back, been amazing. You got Tyler he had a one hitter. His whip, bro, his whip is .49 right now. He had a one hitter, and he's got 16 strikeouts through 14 innings. Yeah, he had a one hitter. Good point. That was an incredible game. They got like Glasnow's got potential. Um, they got a great closer in uh, Rivero. I mean, they got some pieces. I mean, I think they're gonna go over 500. I don't think they'll make the playoffs, but I think yeah. they'll be over 500. Their pitching besides Jamison, though, stinks because they're 17th in ERA in the league. No, I and like know, you they, said. They, but they, yeah, they got they got some guys with potential, but it's just it's just they're young though. They're young, so it's not like yeah, no, exactly. But it's a good sighting from this team. A young team could definitely in the coming years make something yeah, of it. It's it's nice to see teams like this where you don't. I mean, we didn't expect them to be this good. Obviously, we're teams that aren't as good um, as we think they are. Just outperform, and then like some teams like the Indians and Dodgers, they're playing terrible, and it's like, oh yeah, the Dodgers. All right, it makes things so interesting bad. for us. Maybe the Pirates are the Twins of last year. That I, I, I think thought. I like they now. thought the Twins were going to be terrible last year. Yeah, we thought they were going to be historically bad, right? Like sixty wins. Yeah. Yeah, and they just made the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. probably what that's probably what Derek Jeter thought he was doing when he sold every asset asset on that Marlins team. But no, they've sunk. Fucking stunk. What do you guys think about the Cubs though? Starting five and four, they have a good run differential. That plus thirteen, the Pirates have plus nineteen, but the Cubs, I mean. Everybody probably expects them to come back and win this division anyways. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sold on them this year, to be honest. Dave, you could talk about... No, yeah, I mean, I just think that whole division is going to be a tighter race than people anticipated. Um, and I don't think the Cubs are nearly as clear of a favorite as we thought, or many thought. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it'll be yeah, a good race I mean, between them. The Cardinals are in it, too. The Brewers, like... I picked the Brewers to win the division, and they've been pretty dreadful so far. What is their they're record? Pitching. The record isn't. They're five and five, but their pitching has been awful. And I think they've had fourteen errors so far. Like I saw, they had like two or three errors in one inning. But I mean, their lineup stacked: Kane, Thames, Braun, Shaw, Domingo Santana. Yelich is out. Um, yeah. You have Eric Sogard. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why did you laugh? That he, I mean, he's actually pretty good. It's just like the glasses. I can't take him seriously. <laughs> Um, and then you got Marquise Pena, he's not, and then uh, Arcee is a uh, young shortstop infielder I like even. I mean, their lineup stacked. I mean, as I said, Yelich is out. I mean, their pitching should be better. It just needs to be good enough. And then, you know, the, the Cardinals have a really good team too. I mean, they got Ozuna. Now that was huge for them. They got this guy, Jose Martinez, is raking. Um, De Jong, De Young, however I pronounce it. Fam, I mean, it's, yeah, it's going to be close. Everyone but the Reds will probably be decent. Yeah, the Reds are awful. They scored 25 They're horrendous. They're going to be, like, historically bad. Cleveland Browns bad. They're 2-6. and Yeah. Yeah, I like all those four other teams to be decent. 
the Brewers pitching needs to get it together, though, because if not, they're going to quickly find themselves at the bottom with the Reds. Not not last place, because the Reds are definitely locking up last place. But the Brewers... Yeah, the Reds said hold my beer on that one. <laughs> yeah, the, the Brewers' best... Uh, Brewers pitcher was the best ERA is Anderson, Chase Anderson with 3.38. Yep, got him in fantasy. Not too <laughs> good. <laughs> Wait, Sully, just tell us all the pitchers you have so... So we just know which pitchers are going to continuously do bad because it sounds like all your pitching well, is doing I, I bad. I mean, I got, I got Gio Gonzalez, Chris Archer. I got good relievers. I got Doolittle, uh, Training, Boxberger, Diaz. Those are four good closers. And I got Chase Anderson, Lance Lynn, Mark Stroman, who's been pitiful. Um, I got DeGrom and Carlos Martinez, though, who are studs. Um, I don't know why I've said them last. They're just bottom of my thing, but. Um, I mean, there's a lot of potential there, but it's like some guys are just going to have high whips like Archer and Stroman. They walk a lot of people. Um, but, I mean, my hitters are good, and I'm in first in my league after the first week. Perfect. But, you know um, what the vision – you know what the vision isn't – well, it's pretty tight, but I think there's only two teams going to come out of it. The West. The West? The Diamondbacks, they're 7-2 and two right now. They're playing really good baseball. I don't expect the Dodgers to continue at either three and six. They're pl- playing pretty bad. I don't think they're going to end it like that. I think they're going to rebound the Rockies and the Giants, though. I don't know, man. The Giants, Longo still playing horrible, right, Sully? He has like one. Oh, oh yeah. Longoria, uh, Longoria has like hit, right? terrible. And then what's his name was awful before that six or seven game. He was batting 083. McCutcheon. Uh, McCutcheon, yeah. But let's not forget with the Dodgers. I mean, um, one of their best players, Turner, is out. I mean, he's he's one of their glue guys. I mean, he's he's been a monster. Obviously, once he left the Mets, he became a perennial All Star. Story of my life. But, um, <laughs> but no also, time for years. Keep it together. The, but for the Giants too, though, they're missing Bumgarner. Oh, they are right. You know, he, when is he going to be? He he fractured his non-throwing hand, right? They said four to yeah. Actually, they said his left, right? I think it is his. Yeah, it's his non-throwing hand. Yeah, so um, they said four to six weeks, and it's been, gotcha. I believe, two weeks. A little over Wait, two weeks. what do we think? Tori Lavello said that pissed Yachty off so much. Oh, oh, that was that was bad. Yeah, that was yeah. bad. You never see a player going. And that Yachty was like a flip of that. a switch. You never, yeah. you never see Molina. I mean. He's feisty, but you never see him lose control like that. Yeah, I wanted he to lost it. And he lost it quick. Like, do you guys think it was like something like I don't know, like a like racial thing or or something? <laughs> or do you think it was like? Do you think it was like something like really bad, like racial? Or do you think it was probably not? Right? It was probably nah, just nah. something like I don't think he, so because Tory's a pretty like likable guy. People tend to like him. No, yeah, it would have got out. It would have got out. exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Guy. That would have like got Kevin out. Pilar Geisler, like that, mm. like the the oh Adam God. Jones fiasco, like those things oh, get out. Don't even yeah. get that started. Boston's yeah. racist. That's it. Well, it is true in definitely some ways, but not for everyone. Obviously, not for everyone. Exactly. Not for everyone. But I mean. Tell me John Farrell isn't racist. He definitely is racist, that guy. <laughs> yeah, say, 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 say whatever you want about him. I don't give a fuck about that dude. I'm, yeah, no, no, yeah. Let's all shit on him, but yeah. Like, yeah, Farrell's a racist piece of shit. I'll make any, any indictments on him, but yeah, he like like Dave said, he just looks like he's closed-minded. Like, definitely, definitely a fuck. 
Yeah. Yeah. Shit. But um, what are we? Were we talking about the West? Yeah, uh, the West. The Padres are going to be historically bad, also. Uh, so they're, bad, they're two and eight right dude, now. Oh my yes. god! I forgot. I told you guys the other day. Um, with the Eric Hosmer pop up, that how he overran and and, <gasps> oh, and then the Astros the ran in. The Astros. Yeah, that was so bad. Uh, yeah, oh Bregman. Bregman god. winning the game with a twenty footer. Literally just overruns it. The, the pitcher and the catcher are right there next to it, and they just point out the sky, which is just the most mind-boggling thing that pitchers can't catch the ball. Also. <laughs> They're not athletes, but um, and they just point out. And Hosmer was literally like twenty feet in the grass, so like he did have to run like over a hundred feet for it, or like a hundred feet for it. So it was like not an easiest play, but I mean, he just overran it by six feet. It was like, dude, you just got you just got paid like one hundred and eighty million or something. Like that was so bad. You can't be doing that. You guys that was some bad news bear shit. Yeah, that was that was one of the weirdest walk offs you'll ever see. It was. It was. That was like the Luis Castillo walk off. No, he dropped the pop A Rod. A Rod, with oh, right? Yeah. It wasn't worse. I, I no, I can't. I'll take the L. <laughs> Castillo was straight up. He didn't have any excuse. <laughs> God, that was such a great game. That was such a great game. You do this on purpose. You have your 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 mental focus <laughs> of where the Mets fucked up, which is like every like seventeen games, and you just have it as ammo. Yeah. Hey, well, I mean. At least Andy Chavez made that catch back in the playoffs. Yeah, well, no, he didn't. Yeah, he did this again because we didn't win the series, so. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, you just, you just had me just walk right into the trap. Yeah. <laughs> Sonny, uh, I could just see you waking up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat, just dr- having a nightmare that Terry Collins is your manager still. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. He's still involved in the organization somehow. Get him out of there. He's like the Isaiah Thomas for the Knicks. Oh my God! That's <laughs> analogy jokes. He's like Bobby Bonilla for the Mets. He just won't go away. <laughs> oh my God! Let's I think Bobby Bonilla might be more back. useful than Terry Collins. <laughs> let's not let us distract from. Keeps... We are seven and one. Let's not just let us distract from the fact that we're seven and one. Keeping it positive. Yeah. All right. The million right. they pay Bobby Bonilla is worth at least that much in in awareness advertising. Dude, for, I I told I told Tony about trip. the Bobby Bonilla story and he didn't he didn't believe me. He's like, you guys owed only owed him like eight or ten million. I'm like, yep, it's just all accumulated interest, and we're not gonna. I think we we're to like 2037. Hey, it was like 21 years. Think, yeah, yeah, you I owe him like 30 million. You owe you owe him so much money. I I said to Tony, we should just we should have just paid him the one year, but instead and, and just taken a, a bad year like in the 90s or whatever, and instead not pay a million every year. Well, at that point, what what year was it when they did that with him? That was back in the 80s, right? Dude, I I, I couldn't tell you the year, but cuz that was back when they were World Series winners. Like that was probably was, back I think when they, it was I think it was 90s. Because um, okay. no, what was he, the Mets' was, last World Series? Eight, he wasn't a part of the teams. Um, he wasn't a part uh, of the Gary Carter, uh, Keith Hernandez teams. Um, was that the was the Mets' last World Series? Eighty five. Eighty six. Eighty six. Eighty six. Yeah, it was the last one we won. We won in sixty nine, eighty six. Well, so that Did was you guys beating eighty six. The Sox. Uh, that, was, that was Bill Tom, Buckner. Uh, Tom, that was Bill, Tommy. You want to tell me? That was Bill. That was Bill <laughs> Buckner, man. <laughs> Yo, oh, yeah, it was. 
My funny story. My aunt got married on that day. My grandfather was like the biggest Sox fan. I like heard this story a hundred times from my mom and shit. And my grandfather had like little TVs on every table at the reception because the Sox could like could have like won the World Series that night. And then the ball went through Buckner's legs, and everyone just like flipped shit. And here comes like, night, and the Mets win it. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Then <laughs> yo, that honestly, that's like. Because like, Sox could have won that night. That was a that was a that was a serious clinching game for the Sox. I feel like I was there, and I wasn't even a thought. I know I wasn't done. even alive. Literally, none like of us there. were alive. A little dribbler upside the right line, and the ball gets through Buckner's line, and uh, you're right, and the Mets win it. Yeah, the ball gets through Buckner. The ball gets through Buckner. Just uh, not diesel voice. Oh, uh, was the geez. last significant call the Mets had. Yeah, there <laughs> yeah. was the Andy Chavez, which yeah. we already alluded to. Yeah, really so, glad uh, Bel- Beltron took a nice swing at the end of that game, bro. <laughs> I still remember that game so vividly, like that strikeout, so vividly. We'll put that in an article the other day, and they were like, "Yeah, look, like they're like, I me. kept something for you, Did you, Anthony." It was me. Like, yeah, take a take a look. I left something for you. Like, I don't even care at this point. It's like it was I. What's like, done is done. Oh, is it that I've that me and the Mets have been the joke of this podcast, and we're seven and one. How? Tell me how that happened. All right, you know what? Let's get into it. The Yankees. Wait, wait. Sorry, just one more point on Bobby Bonilla. Uh, ninety-two to ninety-four, he played for the Mets, and ninety-nine, he also played for the Mets. This is just, just some food for thought, Dave. All right, we're gonna suffer a little bit right now. The good old Yankees. Let's get. Let's get it right to it. The Stanton, get it Stanton striking out 20 times so far. Leading the <laughs> league in strikeouts. I I can't get shitted on, and I have proof. I said this to a buddy of mine. He's a Red Sox fan, like, good buddy of mine. He asked me when we got Stan. Oh, how do you feel about it? I was like, look, I like it. He hits a ton of home runs, but he strikes out too much for my liking. He didn't even strike out that much last year, but I told him, I was like, we already have yeah. somebody who, who hits a shit ton of home runs that strikes out. His name is Aaron Judge. And now we have Stanton striking out at an alarming pace because he wants to please the crowd. So he's swinging at everything. It, the ball could be 10 feet off the plate, and he's swinging at that shit. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> all he's doing. He's trying to compensate. Uh, I mean, I don't care who you are. You're going to feel the pressure of New York when you first get here, um, especially coming from an environment like Miami where – I mean, I, I think we have more concession workers at Yankee Stadium than they had fans in the stands for any of his games. So, I mean, he, he's going to have to deal with it. It's also, you know, the weather is is different. It's it's colder here. Um, they didn't get they didn't get they didn't get snow in Miami in April. Um, so let's just hope a combination of those things is what is what the difference is. But I'm not worried about Stanton. I'm not worried about. Not worried about anything. Dave, right, I can't Bum? believe as a self-respecting Yankees fan, you just blame the cold fucking weather on the fact hey, that this Jamal hey, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. It's been it's been pretty cold in New York, man. The water bats, the, the ball just doesn't I pop. To, I need to put it on something. I need to the put ball, it on something. Yo, the, the ball should go further in cold nah, air. It should nah, be easier for him nah. to hit in the cold air. Tom, Tom, what oh. are you, a scientist? You guys yeah, say what, what, average of 10 feet less per degree. Really? Yes. Yeah. 
I feel yep. like the air is thinner. I feel like when it's hot, there's humidity. The air is thicker. Okay, who invited know. the who invited the weather? The weathermen will disagree. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I was who, gonna who say invited... I don't know shit about science, so I don't know why I'm talking. <laughs> um, the thin air does help. That's why Colorado has to keep their balls in in a humidor. Yeah. Now uh, you know, now Arizona. Right. Yeah, Arizona too. Yeah, yeah. but no, Wait, it's I, the te- the cold temperature hurts it more than than humidity. I saw possibly the dumbest thing ever posted by ESPN today that it was a picture of like side by side of Giancarlo and Joe DiMaggio. And it was like Giancarlo yeah. struck out 20 times. Joe DiMaggio struck out 13 times all the 1941 season. I'm like, uh, yeah, that's because uh, there were no black players or Dominican players in the MLB in those days. He didn't have all these way more talented guys pitching to him. It's like. That's not even – that's the dumbest fucking comparison. It's not even – that yeah. shouldn't even be a comparison. How many games did they play in 41? 55, like, 155. 155, really? Yeah. Wow. They went – I'm trying to – I can't remember when the switch was it, made to 162, but it was like in late 50s, early 60s. Imagine, I always thought that they played way less games back then, but I guess not because it's still a super long season. Imagine, and not to start too off topic, imagine all the crazy substances all those players took back then that you just couldn't test for. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, imagine what they thought was a crazy substance. <laughs> like, well, that's like like Adderall and amphetamines. Like, that's not like a, some new drug that came about in like 1995. Like, they had all that shit back in the day. They called it speed. They could have been like, yeah, I'm doing herb. <laughs> they could have been like, I'm doing herb. I'm like, I'm doing arugula. Like, what? Like, I'm, I'm doing arugula. I don't even know if they had weed back then. Oh, they had weed. <laughs> they, yeah, they had weed. In the, the 40s, stuff. yeah, but it was like, it wouldn't get you high compared to now. No, not compared <laughs> to now. All right. Arugula. All right, All right. let's leave it. Park shit compared to now. <laughs> let's leave it at arugula. And that was... Talking drugs. And that was talking <laughs> baseball. And so, all right, let's get into some NBA playoff scenarios. A lot of good games going on tonight. OKC at Miami. It matters because if the Thunder win, they secure a playoff spot. And if they lose, they have to play the Grizzlies for a playoff spot. So, I mean, we all think that OKC can beat Miami tonight. Or Sully, what do you think? Since the Heat is your team, I know Sully's uh, hoping well, for a loss. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm rooting for a loss because I don't want LeBron in the first round. I mean, actually, we we'll be playing Philly, but I don't want right now. But I don't want Philly in the first round either. I want I want Tommy Bun Celtics. I want you. I don't blame you. But they're up three right now. Um, they'll lose that game unless Russ, you know, turns it over a million times, which is <laughs> just entirely play. possible. It's they'll actually probably, probably more likely than not likely. Time. Brody. Three in the last thirty seconds, they, and miss all of them. They showed us. Uh, they showed us side have the triple by side. Double, though, so you can make it on ESPN. It's fine. They showed yeah. a side by side pick when the Rockets and the OKC play, and it was it said Brody versus the Beard, and James Harden shot sixteen times, made it nine times or seven times for like twenty something points, and then Russ shot it twenty six times for twenty something points. And I was oh, like, yeah, how can you? It was 10 how of can 28. You, he was 10 of 28 yeah. from the floor, and he's the superstar. Um, yeah, I was like, how can you put that, like, side-by-side pick? It, it makes Russ look so bad, even though he makes himself look bad. Ooh, and people used to knock Iverson for shooting, like, 43%, 44%. 
saying he was like shot inefficient, bad shot selection. This like, guy rush shoots like twenty nine percent from three. Yeah, like it. It's embarrassing the amount of like negligence that's put towards his efficiency and his lack of making others around him better. Yeah, Dave, you alluded to it before about how it's it's in any other sport like baseball efficiency matters, but for some reason basketball we don't ma- it doesn't matter turnovers and yeah. lack of shooting percentage. It's always points. It's like oh, it's all right. He can he can. He can yeah. do other things. He can rebound. Great. As long as he throw the, the ball over the court. But even in in the NBA, when you look at it from a, when we talk about it up to a team level, all of a sudden efficiency is the greatest thing. All the best teams are who's the who's the best team last year? The Warriors, number one in defensive efficiency, number one in offensive efficiency. All the top teams are all in the top. The top five teams are all top five in in those categories. Like there's there's clearly a correlation so why when we get down to the player level do we all of a sudden just throw this stat out like it's just triple double exactly triple double right yeah wait sully it could you potentially get the eight seed if you lose the next two and the wizards win two yeah we'd be the eight seed and then we get toronto and we'd lose probably we'd probably really five or six this yeah this is really wow that's crazy i think I think we'll lose this game, though, and we'll win our uh, last game. I forgot who it's against. Um, I should know that. but And then Milwaukee's got a tough game against uh, the Sixers. To That that will be a big game for seeding both up up top and um, between the right. Cavs and, and Sixers and then the Bucks. So kind of want the Bucks to win that game. Wow. And the West, five through nine, still haven't clinched. Bro, I was just looking at that. Everybody, yeah, that's fucking playoff, crazy. All the playoff spots are already defined on the East, and then the West is like after four, five, so like five you said, teams five on the bubble. Yep. And Portland and could the- lose three still. There's two games left, and they're the Jazz game to the Jazz of all teams, bro. The Jazz, the Who Jazz thought? are better this year without Gordon Hayward. Yep, Donovan Mitchell. Rookie Yo, did you see that? Wait, did you see that that play he made against the Lakers? He put it like around himself, passed it out to the wing, and it I was didn't just, see that game on. I didn't see the highlights. It was, honestly, it was a fi- it was such a sick pass. Wait, I, I I saw something that this is the first year that there's no New York or LA team in the NBA playoffs. Yeah, yeah. that's Since crazy. like 1970 something. Yeah, that's crazy. Wild. Little scoreboard update. We got the uh, Wolves up three on the Grizzlies. That's concerning. That's so close. Can we, 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 we've touched upon this a little bit together, but like, can we just stop the fucking Ben Simmons is a rookie chat? chat? Like, it's just not true. Uh, Yo, aside I, from oh this God, innate, innate rule that like is stupidly written in that he still qualifies as a rookie, there's not one single logical or uh, numbers based argument you could make that says he's a rookie not Wait, one yeah did you see I, what he said how they were like are there any other rookies that impressed yeah him? i said like, i said that he's in the none. chat today he's not and yeah. you're like how are you going to disrespect someone like donovan mitchell like that yeah he's dude. a true rookie and is leading his team in scoring and has secured a playoff spot for his team yeah my trash without simmons him. fuck simmons rookie yo not- i like i like that team donovan mitchell but, yo, yeah, Donovan Mitchell, I'd give it to him anyway because, I mean, they get rid of Gordon Hayward. They get rid of Joe Johnson. They lose uh, Gobert for time. They re-sign Ingles. That was their big signing, basically, and Rubio. And, then and he Donovan just takes Mitchell them, leads this team. He takes them from an area where they, they lost 10 in a row at one point. They looked like they were going to be at the bottom with, like, the Knicks. 
and like the Nets and the Bulls. And now they're there could potentially could be the three seed in the West. It's just incredible what Donovan Mitchell has done. And that's a much tougher conference than 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 Phil than Philly's obviously the Eastern Conference. But I like I love Ben Simmons game defensively passing rebound. He's gonna be a superstar. But it's like how can you say that, dude? Like no one. Like oh yeah, no other rick, rick rookies. Like, dude, fuck you. You're not even a rookie. Yeah, you're literally not even a fucking rookie. You're like, I hate that, that he's out there. Like, that pissed me off that he just disrespected someone like Donovan Mitchell yeah, like that. Yeah, and, like, and, and other people are having good years, too, obviously. Yeah, you have, like, like, like not having like, a good year. Yeah, and then, Tatum um, has Kuzma. such a good three-point shooting percentage. Kuzma's killing it. Like, Tatum's top 15 in the league in three-point shooting percentage. And he made 103 this year as a rookie. That's the Celtics record. Like, that's crazy. Every time I said this, every time Tatum shoots, I feel like I feel like it's gonna go in. I feel like He'll it's just gonna go in. And he takes over games too. He's fearless. He attacks the rim. He does not care who's there. He gets yeah. to the rim. He finishes. He takes big time shots in clutch moments. Like you know, you know what he just, reminds me of? He's gonna be like a better Danny Green. Ooh, I like that. Defensively, like that. better driver. Shooting ability is gonna be similar. Long, lanky, a little bit long, lankier, but he's gonna be like a superstar version of him. I love him and Jalen Brown, but there's so much value I feel there that I feel like maybe they should move one of them because when it comes time to pay the both of them, it's going to be pretty tough to have those two salaries on your books because they're going to be able to get big money elsewhere. Like Jalen Brown's a stud. Tatum's a stud. Luckily, we don't have to worry about that for a couple years, but I feel like moving someone like that might be a good option down the road in the next season. You could get. I feel like Brown will have some good trade value next year. Yeah, Brown's the guy I would trade. Yeah, I Brown's got to go. Tatum, I would because Tatum's playing just as well as Brown is in his first year as Brown is in his second year, and he's having a much better rookie year than. Yeah, Brown, Brown had a very did. disappointing rookie year until late in the year. Right. Yeah, he came in big in the playoffs. He played some big time yeah, minutes in those guarding series. LeBron. Yeah, he yeah he guarded well. LeBron pretty yeah pretty well. I mean, obviously. You're a rookie. He's going to take you to school at some point, but he's he, he impressed me a lot last year in the playoffs, especially defensively. Mm-hmm. What are they doing with Smart? Smart's got to go, right? I mean, like he's going to command at least like fourteen, fifteen million. Yeah, Smart's going to go. I think I think they should have traded him this year. Yeah, I, I was going to say I thought it was that was a mistake. To, I would have taken yeah. a late, his late injuries, me. though. His injuries, I think, is what kept them from getting a deal done with him. I feel like they probably shopped him. But he's had he's had some struggles with injuries this year. He had a hand injury that plagued him for a while, where he cut his hand because he punched a picture frame in his house. Yeah, he, he had a flopping issue for a while. Yeah, I mean, because he's <laughs> he good. Does. He's good on both sides of the ball. But I mean, well, no, he, I, I don't know if he's good off. He's a good passer, but he can't shoot for. for right, life. he's not. Except he's that not one that game against the Cavs in the in the in the in the conference finals, he shot like nine threes. He made like right. he doesn't eat of thirteen. And it's he not doesn't like even like hide his his flopping. He just like no, he, it, he literally he's like admits. he's like Magikarp like yeah he like openly like, admits that he flops. Yeah, we're like so guard like, heavy too. We're so guard heavy too. We don't need him. And yeah. you're gonna have you're gonna have Hayward back next year, so you could have Tatum even playing as a shooting guard at some point. Like he's, he's gonna be like he's gonna be like what Deion Waiters was to the Heat, and that's gonna be a liability in the end. Um, right, right. because I, I'm not I don't hate the Waiters signing, but it's like I feel like. Waiters is like an offensive version of Smart, and Smart's like a defensive version of them. Like, their attitudes, it's just like, they don't really give a fuck, but they're kind of like pussies, like, with the flopping and shit. Like, I don't understand it. I, I think know, they could have swapped Smart into the trade that had Avery Bradley. When they traded Avery Bradley, I feel like Bradley? they could... 
Yeah, I feel like they could have traded. I would rather have Bradley than Smart. Well, yeah, I would. I would hope so. Yeah, he's much better offensively. Yeah, but but the yeah, same Smart's thing. They command... both would have. You would have to pay him both. So yeah, right. you got to pay Bradley this year, anyways. So they're both. They were right. both free agents. But so. he's got to command like a waiter's contract, like thir- like fourteen to fifteen a year. Yeah. And then, yeah, they they would be very dumb to pay that. I was looking the other. I don't day, even think they luckily, can. No. Yeah. Luck- yeah. No. But luckily, it's they won't. Horford's contract will be up when we need to re-sign Tatum. And someone else's contract will be up that we'll probably get rid of when we need to re-sign Brown. So there's hope. Is it Morris? Is it Morris? I think Morris is a free agent this year. Oh, no, end of next year. Morris is a free agent. I believe that's when Brown is. And then Tatum comes up the same year that Horford does, which at that point you could probably lock Horford down on a, a lower contract and then give the money to Tatum in that situation. But... I mean, that's I would you. even look to like maybe package Brown and Hartford together and try and go after like an athletic big man or athletic four or five. Right. I love. I think they could do something to get Andre Drummond here. Get a. I was just gonna like say that. Drummond. Get get a. Because like Detroit's like going that. nowhere but oh. down. And like if they, they had some, if they get Brown, that's someone they. Yo, could go Drummond is good. At. Drummond's good. Drummond's one of the best rebounders yeah. in the league. What I is think he is the best game? rebounder in the yeah. league. Yeah, yeah, he really is. Yeah. And he, I mean, now that they have Blake Griffin too, you get some getting someone like uh, Jalen Brown in there with Blake Griffin, that's big. And you have a kind of a average, reliable big guy in Horford, like a reliable four. I mean, well, I guess exactly. he would be he the five in that and situation. But I mean, he'll just be the the filler until they can like continue right. to pull and rebuild. He, he basically he'd be a cap a cap fixer to get to get um, Brown. And can we right. put the can we put the Kawhi things to bed with like he's not going to Boston? Like, no, I I didn't. One, how are they going to pay credit. him? Yeah. Two, what Stupid. position he's going to play? They have so many wings. Yeah. Tatum, Brown, Hayward. Yeah, it's the thing we haven't where, even where seen gonna play? this team with Gordon Hayward. Like they haven't even seen what the and like I don't yeah, know. They have this, an over. They have a surplus of wings. Right. Where where and like you have in guards too. You have literally Terry Rozier, who's a stud. That's going to be like. He's in the mix there. You can have him yeah, as I like your Rozier. second point. Yeah, like a lot of energy. Yeah, Rozier, great on both, great on the defensive side of the ball. He can score a ton of points if he has the opportunity. He's he stepped up big. Oh, he's yes, honestly he's kept us together. But do you, I mean, it, what, if you if you had to choose, do you trade Hayward or Brown? That's tough because I really, like I said, haven't seen Hayward on this team. If I mean, most likely Brown, because like Tatum, you still pretty much have Jalen Brown there. Brown's a little more athletic than uh, Tatum is. He has a better he has a better um, drive, I think. I think he gets to the rim and attacks a lot more often than Tatum does. Tatum will take more mid range jump shots. He shoots from the outside a lot, but so yeah, I he's, he's a better out. He's a better shooter than he's Brown. Be- yeah, yeah, and Brown's just a freak athlete. Brown just attacks the rim, gets there against anybody. He can play great defense, but Tatum's great on defense too. Tatum come, Tatum's come up with some huge blocks in big time situations this year. He's a very long, lanky guy. Yeah, he's got those long yeah. arms. And I mean, I wasn't crazy about that draft pick either. When they drafted him, I was not happy about it. I was kind of salty about the faults thing still. But seeing how this panned out, I mean, I like I said last week, at this point, I trust Danny Ainge with anything. <laughs> he hasn't made a mistake in the past few years, in my opinion. So Yeah, I would trust him too. Yeah, and he got Kyrie he, Irving here and Gordon Hayward, so and he locked in Brad Stevens for seven years. So 
I mean, <laughs> they've, they've turned over their their team completely. Like, like we we had nine different players on our roster than last year. Nine different players, and we finished first in the conference and got to the conference final last year. It's nuts. Like the only guy that's been there like somewhat long term is probably what smart. 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 And that's like four then, years. Yeah, Five smart. Years. And then the next guy is Horford, who's been there for two, and Brown. So really. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they used to have, remember, guys like even like Jarebko they used to have and shit like that. Like, Yeah, now Jarebko's out in Utah, Utah. with Crowder. Yeah. Bro, there's just like so much Crowder. movement in the NBA now. It's crazy. Yeah, this has probably been one of the craziest years for them. I honestly. very much enjoyed it. Oh, you it's look the, at the best. You look at the Clippers, pretty much so, traded away everybody. They still have, um, I can't think of his name. DeAndre. Pepper for the Mets. Here we go. <laughs> what do we got, even, even with the Knicks, KP is the longest tenured Nick. Just finished his third year in the league. That's crazy. That was so sad when he went down. This was such a bad year all across sports for injuries. It's all it's it's it, the KP injury might be a ruse. He just he just went down. Get ourselves a good draft pick. Training all <laughs> nice, off season. Nice. You improved yourself one position. Did he have yeah. surgery? Yeah, he had surgery like the next oh, day. Oh, or okay. A couple days after. <laughs> all right. <laughs> So they say. Yeah, so I was going to say, where's the, where's the medical bills? But I wasn't in the <laughs> operating room, so yeah, <laughs> cannot confirm or deny. Yo, the Kings are beating the Spurs by nine. What? That's not good for them. Well, if the good. Timberwolves win tonight and the Spurs lose, the they Spurs... move to six. Yeah, yo, and then the Spurs, play, the Spurs play the Pelicans last game. They may not win that game. That could be for a playoff spot. That could be if, for yeah, the Yeah, if they seed. lose the next two games, they're out. But, like, it could even – if the Pelicans lose Dave's their next right game. He's like – he just looks like – I'm looking at – I'm just checking standings. If the Kings like, go 2-0, and oh, the Knicks, hey, the Knicks anyone, jump into the Is everyone else going to be spot. happy if they don't make the playoffs? Like, I hate Pop so much and, like, the Spurs. You do? Like, what? You do? How do you hate Pop? How, How do I you hate Greg Popovich? How do I hate Pop? He's a hypocritical fuck. I hate him. How can you hate Pop, man? Pop is such a lovable guy. Come on. Are you serious, guys? <laughs> Dude, he literally like criticizes people will not name for being like not good to the media. Dude, he literally and not handing himself with respect. He literally like goes off He's on the media for like for asking media. good questions. They'll ask him something and he'll just be like, "How could you ask? I'm not answering that." He's like, the Belichick of the NBA. Yeah, but I he's will, worse. Yeah, I, I respect him way more. I respect Belichick way more honestly. Yeah, Belichick just doesn't answer anything. Even though he cheats more. <laughs> Even though he cheats all right, more. All right, all right. Let's go. All right, off of Belichick. Off of this. On to the next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Fuck Pop, honestly. Uh, I mean, is he great? Is he incredible? He could win Coach of the Year every year, except for this year. Yeah. Not this year. He's about to get us some gold medals, too. Who do you think besides him is the best coach in the NBA? Who do I think? Well... If we can segue this, I'll tell you who the coach, who the coaches of the year should be. I think I have I have co coaches of the year in in Utah, Quinn Snyder, and then yes. in in Indiana, Nate McMullen, way yes. under the radar. Those are my two co coaches of the year. Taking two franchises, they've had well, they both have similarities. The two young uh, leaders of the franchises in Old Depot and Mitchell, um, and then they got the two. Newcoming coaches. Well, Snyder's not, not that new, but he's a young coach. And they both really, both the coach and the star have, have risen to the occasion. And they've taken them to the, what, three and five seeds respectively. Right. Are, oh, the Jazz are the four. 
could be the three, and then the uh, Pacers are the five. It's just really incredible. I mean, those are the two biggest um, surprises of the year, probably. And those coaches deserve a ton of the credit to go with the stars. I mean, uh, I know I what I think. Oh, go ahead, Dave. No, I just say I love I love both those selections. The only other name I, I'd throw in there possibly is Terry Stotts of Portland. Terry um, Stotts done a great job. Yeah, I mean, like last more year. More talent, they though. Were, more, more talent, if you ask me. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, they've, they're, like, kind of deep, too. They've got a lot of young guys that perform off the bench. Um, yeah. And I think that kind of, like, you know, guys that aren't big names, Pat Conahan. Or Alfred Camino. Uh, Mo Harkless. Yeah, Camino, Harkless, Davis, Collins. Yep. Um, so they got a lot of, like, young no-names that are, like, really contributing. Um, yeah. So I, I, I like what, what Stotts has done, but I, I, would be, I would be just fine with any of the three of them winning. Do you think Stevens belongs in that conversation at all? He definitely belongs in the conversation. Yeah. I don't think right. he I, I was going to say, I think he's top five, but I definitely oh, like what I, you I said about. I think he's third or fourth. Yeah. I think, I mean, I mean, like Dave said, I think it's either, I mean, Stotts and Stevens three and four. Right. Because I yeah, mean, the, yeah. like, the Celtics are a talented team and they do have some veteran players there. That, I mean, but at the same time, there's a lot of young talent on that team that probably yeah. under different like, coaches. Like you said, they're so sorry. They're so good with you know without Kyrie. They're like six sixty. They're and it's like you gotta right. you gotta attribute that success to to Stevens in large part. I think. And I think having him being a younger coach too, like early forties or late thirties, however old he is, and, it looks like he's seventeen. Right. I know. Yeah. It's like I'm excited because I mean one of the guys got to go to prom after the game. Yeah. <laughs> I think one of the big reasons lose his Hayward Hayward <laughs> signed here was because of Stevens. I think, oh, he I think that yeah, was exactly. entirely it. I don't think right. I don't think Boston is maybe not even in the conversation without that. Right, because I mean we signed him before we got Kyrie. That must yeah. have been awesome. He he gets he signs with the Celtics two weeks later we trade for Kyrie Irving. He's like, Oh, all right. I thought it was <laughs> all right. about it, but it was just it was so ironic to me that Hayward gets signed and has a press conference with Isaiah Thomas about how much he recruited him to come here, yeah. here with IT. And then a fucking week later, he's given a press conference on the other side about how he recruited Kyrie and wa- talked to him so much about coming here. Right. It's this fucking twilight zone for you, motherfucker. <laughs> well, that was like, everyone was so pissed when they, uh, when KD met with the Celtics and he pretty much, they go, we told him our entire, Isaiah goes, we told him our entire plan on how we've matched up with the Warriors and how we've been able to beat them in their home court, all this. And then he goes and he joins him. He's like, we literally, or it was Crowder, I think. He's like, we gave him our entire fucking plan. And then he literally went over and joined them a week later. <laughs> it's snake like, I, fucker. Yeah, snake. Fucking Katie the snake. <laughs> yeah, Yo, but I'm Tommy like, Buns. Coming at you live right now. Yo, I bet you the Heat beat the Celtics if they play. I Get don't a little know. Hot here. I know. I don't know. I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. Down? They can win without Kyrie. They'll win in six or under. What did he say? Five? They still they weren't gonna have Kyrie regardless for the first round. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. What do you we'll talk numbers, but I'll take that. Yeah. Wheeling and dealing on the bleacher fan extra. Straight up straight up to win the series. No over under any games. I mean I'd obviously rather games, but I mean how about this? Would you do this? If the Heat win or take it seven? Or would you not? Or would you just do straight up? I mean, I'll do it. I'll do under six. So you do. You'll take the under of six and a half. 
Yeah, I'll take the under six and a half. Okay. I'll, I'll take that because I, I mean, there's still the two seed, so I think I. And you and you said they'd win in five. I'll give you an extra game, six. Right. Yeah. I'll do under. I'll do under six and a half. Okay. All right. We'll still have home court. The guys Air shake. Air shake. Air shake. <laughs> <laughs> Air shake.